Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, because he taught as one who had authority, and not as their teachers of the law. Here ends the reading. I'm reading the first five verses of Psalm 31. In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Turn your ear to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. Since you are my rock and my fortress, for the sake of your name, lead and guide me. Keep me free from the trap that is set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Deliver me, Lord, my faithful God. All right, good morning, everyone. We are going to be looking at Psalm chapter 31, so you need to open your Bibles. Um, oh, I've forgotten something. My chocolate. I'll just go and get it. Oh, look, a whole bag full of chocolate. What will I do with all of this? I'll just put it here for now. There's a bunch of kids smiling. That's a good thing. Girls, you can put your colouring in away because you've got some work to do. Come on, put it away. All right. And I want, I want to encourage you really to open your Bibles because today we are going to be looking at this together. But before we do that, there's a very, very important question I need to ask you all. All right, it's not working. And the question is, what do you like about roller coasters. So talk to the people around you, you've got 30 seconds, and then I want to hear some answers. Yep. All right, I want to hear some, uh, I want to hear some answers about roller coasters. Uh, hand up if you can tell me something that you like about roller coasters. Yep. Absolutely nothing. Okay, that's one. That's good. Yes, Bob. Right, yes, yeah, that's the bit, isn't it? That's the bit. Uh, anything else that anybody else here likes about roller coasters? Brian? Going upside down. Going upside down. Wow. 
Brian, I could take you for a drive later on and turn it upside down. What do you think? He's not so interested. I wonder what the problem is. Anybody else who loves something about, uh, like something about roller coasters, want to talk to me about it? No? Wow, there's not much love for roller coasters here. That's okay. That's okay. All right, now, as we talk about all this stuff, um, I want to do a little bit of a little bit of revision with you guys from last week. So everyone was in here last week. All the kids are in, so no excuses, but pl- plenty of chocolate. Um, Robbie talked to us last week. He showed us these two pictures, and he talked to us about our feelings and our thinking. Okay, so here's, here's, the, here's part of the phrase that he said to us last week. I wonder if you remember the other two words that think in there. Don't let your, rule your... So, Nathan, what did you say? Don't let your brain rule your heart. It's on the right track, it's on the right track, but can someone else help him, help him out? Don't let your heart rule your head. Yeah, it's these things. So Robbie was saying to us, don't let your feelings rule your thoughts. Okay, don't let the way you feel about life change the way you think about things. There was another one that he had for us as well. Okay, here's this one. Don't just think, think on. Now, does anyone remember this one? Well, well, I'll give you the first. I'll give you the first word. Okay, don't just think positive. Think on. Caleb, you know what, Caleb? You were the first recipient of chocolate today. How does how does crunchy work for you? Yeah, I thought you might like that. You see, <laughs> sledging happened happening already. Yes, that is absolutely correct. So well done. So Robbie was saying to us, don't just think positive. Thinking positive is a good thing, but actually thinking on Jesus is a better thing. I, I think Jody's moving closer to the chocolate. That's what I think is happening here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. Okay. All right, so we are going to be looking at Psalm number 31 today and thinking about how God is our refuge and you guys are going to help me with it. So first of all, who wrote the song? David, well done, that's right, everyone knows that. Okay, here's the tricky bit. All right, so each of you, I'm going to give you a bit of this Bible passage and in different parts of the church, you guys are going to figure out what it says and then answer some simple questions for me. Simon is excited, I can tell. Okay, so this group over here, okay, this bank over here, you guys are looking at verses 1 to 5. So open it up. We've just heard 1 to 5, so you guys have got a head start. This group over here, you guys are going to be looking at verses 6 to 8. Just behind you, you're going to be looking at verses 9 to 13. Over here, up the front here, the, the furlough and, uh, and this bank here uh, are going to be looking after... 14 to 18, just behind them are going to be looking at 19 to 22, and the left bank, no, that's probably a, West Bank, (laughs) well, in fact, you're the East Bank, aren't you? East Bank today are going to be looking at verses 23 to 24. Now, these are the two questions that I want you to, to answer. Now, you can't get these questions wrong, just by the way. There's no wrong answers to this. Question one, what is your favourite bit out of what you're reading? 
And question two, which bit would you share with a friend? Okay, so I'm going to give you three minutes to look at them, starting now. Go. And there will be chocolate. Have a chat with people around you. All right. I can see everyone's been working hard, so well done. That's really good. Let's, um, let's look at each of these passages. Okay, so we start, we're going to start with verses 1 to 5. So this is you guys over here. Um, I would love to hear from you. What was your favourite bit in these verses? Eric. Yeah, never, never let me be put to shame. Yeah, deliver me from your righteousness. In your righteousness. Oh, hang on. Well done, Eric. Eric knows the game, don't you? <laughs> All right. Is any, did anybody else have another favourite bit in there that they really liked? Peter? Yep. Yeah, wow. So you feel like this, this, just that verse there has happened for you lots and lots of times and you've really trusted him. That, isn't that fantastic? Isn't it? Do, do you want to be my chocolate fairy? That's right. She, sometimes the chocolate goes missing when I give it to her though, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so if you guys were going to share any of this with a friend, which, um, which bit would you share with a friend? Obviously, Pete, you would say that bit. Yep. What about other people? Yeah. Yeah, verse 3. Yeah, verse 3. Since you're my rock and my fortress, for the sake of my name, leading God. I mean, yeah, that's, a great, that's just a great verse generally, isn't it? Yeah. Well done, you guys. This is really good. Okay. So, as I was looking at that passage... A kind of a word came out into my brain, and we're going we're gonna to sort of think about words just generally, and that word is refuge. Just a really great way of summing up that passage. Well done, this, this group over here. You can pester Liz for more chocolate if you want to. Um, let's move to the next group. So this is these guys just here. You are going to help us to think through this, verses 6 to 8. What was your favourite bit in these verses here? Verse 7, Vic, thank you very much. I will be glad and rejoice in your love, for you saw my affliction and knew the anguish of my soul. Isn't that a great verse? God knows us, he sees us, and because of that, we can rejoice, we can be glad, we can be happy about it. It's not just that we're on our own suffering, but he actually says, do you remember that Bette Midler song, God's Watching Us From a Distance? Yeah, Aaron's singing it. (laughs) That song used to annoy the dickens out of me, because I used to think, what do you mean he's just watching me from a distance? I want him to be in my life doing stuff and that's what this verse says. It's really encouraging. Now, did you guys have a bit there that you would you think you could share with a friend? What do you reckon? Brian? I was going to say, trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. All right, so... The word I was thinking that I felt in that passage there, it's talking about trust, isn't it? 
really sums up that passage nicely. Okay, let's go to the back section. All right, are you guys ready? Verses 9 to 13. What did you find in there that was your favourite bit or that you could share with a friend? Yeah, Alicia. Wow, okay. So verse 10, my life is consumed by anguish and my years by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction and my bones grow weaker. Why did that stand out to you, Alicia? Okay. Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah. So this, this psalm is a great reflection of life. And, and like Alicia says, sometimes we're the master of our own disaster, aren't we? And other times it's things that are happening to us externally, but still it's such a great description of life. If we were going to share something with a friend out of this passage, what do you reckon we could share with them? Bob. Great work, mate. Yeah, we can come to God for mercy. So this is, this is, um, oh, it's just, I just looked at it. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am in distress. We can cry out to God. No matter what situation we find ourselves in, God, God wants us to cry out to him. It's not that we're just left on our own. All right, so I was thinking in this passage, we might use the word anguish to kind of sum it all up. Go with me, you'll see where I'm heading in a minute. All right. Uh, Thurlows and Kellys, you're up. Um, did you guys have a, a favourite bit in these in these verses here? Not really. Yeah, second half of verse 16, save me in your unfailing love. Yeah, Dave, great, great insight. That, I, I remember... Dave was talking to us at the beginning of church about this this morning, wasn't he? God's consistent, he's eternal, he continues to love us no matter which situation we find ourselves in. Now, if we were going to tell somebody out of this passage something, what what might we pick? Second half of verse 14. But I trust in you, Lord, I say, you are my God. Yeah. Imagine finding ourselves in a difficult situation and people are saying to us, like, how are you coping with this? We're able to say, look, yeah, everything's rubbish at the moment, but you know what? I trust God. He's my God. I'm looking out to him to care for me. Someone at 8 o'clock said something really interesting. They, uh, they, they said, verse 17 was something that they felt they could share with other people. Let me not be put to shame, Lord, for I've cried out to you, but let the wicked be put to shame and be silent in the realm of the dead. In other words, God is going to deal with people who, are, who treat others badly. I mean, that's, that's a challenge for us as well, isn't it? But God's not going to let things lie. He will deal with people who are sinful. So I reckon the word that goes in that passage really is we think through that is that God's talking David's talking about God saving him all right now we've just got 
two more groups of people who are going to help us. Okay, verses 19 to 22. Guys, what did you come up with? Did you have... Oh, Jemima's got one straight away. Jemima wants chocolate. Verse 21, let me read it. Praise be be to the Lord, for he has showed me the wonders of his love when I was in a city under siege. Why did you like it, Mimes? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it delightful? Yeah, yeah. Um, did did any of you other guys have a favourite bit in there? Bob, you look like you're champing at the bit. So verse 19: How abundant are the good things you have stored up for those who fear you, that you bestow in the sight of all on those who take refuge in you. Yeah. In the shelter of your presence, you hide them from all human intrigues. Isn't that an amazing verse? Isn't that, just to think about that, people who might want to do something awful to us, but God's hiding them, he's protecting them by, sorry, protecting us by his presence. It's it's amazing stuff to think through. Now, what what would you want to share with other people? Yeah, God hears our pleas and gives us his mercy day by day. Yeah, great insights, okay? Um, (laughs) I was reading verse 22 with somebody earlier this week. When my alarm went off, I said, I'm cut off from your sight. That's not exactly what it says, is it? But sometimes first thing in the morning, that's what you feel like. But I wonder if you've had that experience where you just think, oh man, God's so far away, and yet he isn't. Yet he's right there with us. So encouraging. So the word that I thought fitted into that was safe God keeps us safe all right last couple of verses the uh, east bank get this one what did you come up with yeah wow the idea of God preserving us as we hold on to him it's great news isn't it and uh and verse 24 you know i always like that be strong and take heart there's lots of times in the gospels when jesus says to people take heart it's me you know now which bit would you share with people what do you reckon it's all good isn't it really you could share all of that stuff um this obviously this last bit is talking about god's love now The reason that I talk to you guys about all of this and got you to think about it is because I want you to see the big picture of of the song. So at the beginning of the song, you know, it seems like David is, is kind of positive. Things, you know, are going up. He begins to talk about trusting God, but then, boom, anguish comes and he bottoms out. It's terrible. He's in his lowest possible point. He's saying, I'm going to die. It's all bad. People are going to get me. But from there, he talks about being safe in God. He talks about being saved by God. He talks about being loved by God. And he finishes on that note in actually, in actual fact, encouraging other people to love God as well. And amongst all of this, God is his rock. 
He's the foundation that David rests on. Not only that, but he's also David's refuge. He's on either side of David, you know, protecting him with his presence. All of these things. And as David says, you are my God. So David is surrounded by God in every possible way amongst the most difficult situations in life. It's really incredible news. God is a stronghold, as David says. I was in a siege, but God was protecting me. He's a castle. Uh, any, any kids here actually made that in Minecraft? No? Oh, Simon made it in Minecraft. Good on you, Simon. No chocolate for that, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was interested, though, in this verse, beginning of verse 5, into your hands I commit my spirit. Now, who else said this? Ah, so we all know. Okay. Can anyone chapter and verse me? No? On the, well done. Yes, it's on the cross. If you look up Luke 23, verse 46, you'll find it there. But you're right. Jesus is saying it on the cross. And as he says it, what he's really saying is, God, you're in control. Now, in our day and age, we're told that we're in control of everything, from our health to our destiny. I don't even know what my destiny is, so I don't know how I can be in control of it. But why would Jesus quote these words? Why would he say these words as he hangs on the cross? What do you reckon? Barbara he entrusted himself to him who judges justly absolutely Barbara absolutely yes no they're good words I love those words they are true Bob what do you reckon mm-hmm. yep yeah Yeah, okay. Great insight. He's about to die. He's about to pay for the sins of the world. He's about to be with God and he's entrusting himself to God. He's doing something else though. Remember lots of times I've said to you guys, whenever Jesus says something, almost every time, he's referencing scripture in some way or another. So when he says this, when he says these words, into your hands I commit your spirit. Yeah, they're great words, okay, but he's not just using great words. He's actually quoting the Old Testament. And he quotes the Old Testament lots of times. Why would he quote these words? Brian. Yep. 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 Yes, yes he is. And he's actually showing people this song. You see, on the cross and the events that lead up to the cross, Jesus went through the same feelings as this song. So just by quoting this, I mean, it's like me saying to you, singing to you, Australians, all let us rejoice. And you could finish the whole song for me, couldn't you? When, when Jesus quotes these words 
everyone there who's Jewish and knows the Old Testament, which is most of the crowd, they know the rest of the song. And he's saying, this is what's happening. But God is going to raise me up. He's giving them a tip, another tip to what he's doing so that other people there can trust in him. So that's why these words are so incredibly powerful. They, they're not just a great song, but they actually become prophecy as Jesus speaks them and they're fulfilled. Isn't that amazing stuff? That a song would help us to understand the journey of the cross. In you, Lord, I've taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Jesus is delivered in God's righteousness, isn't he? And similarly, at the end, when he says, be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Jesus does this and then we can do it. He models it so we're then able to do it. It's incredible, incredible good news. So I want to encourage you, we're going to be looking through the Psalms over the next couple of weeks. Courtney's going to be taking us through Psalm 32 next week and that's going to be a cracker. I, I won't spoil it, but you guys are going to have a lot of fun. Um, but this is amazing, great news. How about we pray? Father God, we thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for David's words, how they express the difficulties that we go through, but then, Lord, how they become Jesus' words as well and how they become a prophecy that comes true on the cross that help us to trust him and to trust you more and more. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.